What's up, parental units? It's nearing mid-April and spring is ramping up effortlessly. Of course, here in Florida, we had our spring two weeks ago for about two days, and now we're knee-deep in the midst of summer, except for my allergies. So there's that. Anyway, Bethany here, back for our third week of Knock It Off, a blog slash podcast by two unqualified moms sharing personal stories in hopes that you don't feel so alone in your plights. This week, I'd like to dedicate it to our own mother, Paula, and my daughter, for reasons you shall soon see. Please keep up the good listening, and if you enjoy the show or think of someone that has mentioned their kid passing out on occasion, do us a solid and send the link their way. We also appreciate a quick review of Five Stars Only on the podcast. Without further ado... Just blow on her face. The universe has a funny way of paying us back. Growing up with a mother as a nurse has its own special nuances. We certainly felt taken care of, and when the opportunity arose, we'd proudly declare, Our mom's a nurse. If a friend had a strange rash, she could always be depended upon to check it out. Mom, come here and look at this. She's an everyday superwoman. The juxtaposition, we didn't go to the doctor or miss school unless we were at risk of a limb falling off or impending death. Frequent phrases reiterated time and time again in our household included, eh, your immune system will fight it off. We're healthy, we can walk. And our combined favorite, it's a virus, there's nothing they can do for it anyway. These declarations made clear that mom has always had confidence and a certain toughness about her when it comes to child health issues. However, mom's second kid, Bethany, around the age of 14 months old, offered her mother a shakeup. When something didn't go Bethany's way, she would get so mad, her face would turn blue and she would subsequently pass out. The experts call this Synodic breath-holding spells. They can occur during a period of development in some young children's lives when their autonomic nervous system sort of overly reflexes in response to fear, pain, anger, etc. Reportedly, this can occur anywhere from age six months up to four years. Also important to note, they are not purposeful or conscious decisions, not meant to punish specific parents. Apparently, our mother described a particularly memorable incident that occurred in the presence of her ride or die 1980s bestie mom friend, Sheila, who we lovingly referred to as the she's when they were living next door to each other in Yuma, Arizona. Legend has it that Bethany shut a cooler lid on her fingers while playing in the front yard. It hurt, naturally. And she got so mad, she took a breath to scream. But the scream never came out. Instead, she turned blue and momentarily lost consciousness. The she's had her phone cord yanked from the wall to call 911. My mom recalls thinking, she's done this before. So mom blew in her face and then she opened her eyes and started screaming. 
We heard this story at variable times throughout childhood. Mom always reaching for it to explain to a new teacher or friend why her daughter's a little off or can take time to come around to be more political about it. Bethany would shrug it off and dismiss the stories as drama. Wasn't it normal? I was an impassioned toddler. Enter Bethany's own baby girl, her third child in the year 2022. When the babe was around 14 months of age, Bethany received an impassioned message from her spouse, Adam, who typically wins the award for most likely to display equanimity. Oh my God, when I put the baby down in her crib, she got so mad, she tried to cry, then turned blue. It was terrifying. Oh, Bethany thought, no big deal. Not my first rodeo. Here's how to handle this one. Then the message back to her hubs. Just blow on her face. She'll come too. I did this as a toddler, apparently. It's not a big deal. When Bethany returned home that day, Adam met her at the door, toddler in tow, visibly shaken and freshly gaslighted by his wife. What is his deal? Bethany thought to herself. Again, she shrugged the situation off. A few days after the incident, Bethany went to pick up the toddler and her four-year-old brother at their school. She put the toddler in her car seat, fastened the buckle, and accidentally pinched the poor little girl's thigh chunk. Oops, mommy, sorry, Bethany exclaimed as she gave it a little rub, then kissed the forehead as the child reeled up to start crying. Bethany moved to the other side of the car to tend to the four-year-old who had requested his lunch container for the drive home because he didn't eat lunch that day for some reason. Tupperware in hand, Bethany opened the door to a horrific scene. The toddler, completely blue, not moving. What happened next can only be verified by daycare surveillance footage. Bethany remembers it as flying over her son and frantically unstrapping her daughter from the car seat to begin resuscitative efforts. As she pulled her from the seat, the toddler regained consciousness and breathing efforts. Holy Mother of Mary, Bethany thought, gathering herself. As she completed a quick nursing assessment of both children, as well as the surrounding environment, she realized the Tupperware had gone missing. It was nowhere to be found. Puzzled, she began searching outside. Did she throw it up in the air when she got a glimpse of her synodic daughter? Did it fall into one of the many abysses of the family vehicle? Nothing. Again, she shrugged and drove the three of them home, all slightly windblown from recent events. She then admitted to her spouse how freaking terrifying of an experience it is to witness a synodic breath-holding spell. He listened, confirmed with a, yep, and they moved on. As it came time for the toddler's 15-month checkup, Bethany welcomed the opportunity to discuss the episodes with the healthcare provider, As a nurse practitioner herself, she has done some background research on the condition and felt fairly confident it was benign. It's never a bad idea to seek a second opinion, though. It turns out she didn't need to describe much. When the toddler's thigh was jabbed by the vaccine syringe, a replication of the daycare parking lot incident occurred. Bethany was ready. She blew directly on the toddler's face, remembering what her mother told her. The toddler startled and regained color quicker than before. (sighs) It's scarier for the parent, the physician assistant remarked. Yep, sure is, Bethany agreed. Sorry, Mama. 
Afterwards, Bethany fired off the typical proud parent text to her husband with slight alteration. 15 month stats, 92% for height, 81-ish percent for weight, 96% head, 100% performer of synodic breath-holding spell. The universe sure seems to have a funny way of paying us back for what we put our parents through as children. Although the healthcare community claims these episodes are subconscious, unintentional, whatever, we find it quite coincidental that Bethany was the only child of four to do this to her parents, and now her toddler daughter, the only girl in her brood, is doing it back to her. Do your children pay you back? We want to know how. P.S. Eventually, Adam found the mysteriously misplaced Tupperware lodged in between seats of the family vehicle. When he opened it, he got a big whiff of old lunch meat that had been baking in the Florida sun for too long. Dope!